The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. It's based on Ezekiel chapter 37. And again, we're going to see this, this repeated theme of God bringing life where there is only death. This is from Ezekiel chapter 37. I invite you to follow along in your bulletins there. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, O my people. I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done it, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, breathe on us today and give to our dry bones the life that only you can give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There's bones everywhere. I can hardly even bear to watch the news anymore. You have to live under a rock not to know the fact that London was attacked again, another terrorist event. 
And the mayor says that we should come to expect this as people who live in global cities. That this is now part and parcel of what it means to live in a place like London or New York City. Our politicians are fighting. This is nothing new, is it? Google's in trouble, right? Apparently, these reputable companies are showing ads next to YouTube videos that are filled with hate speech, and so everybody's pulling their ads from YouTube. I sit down and I watch to watch, I like to watch 60 Minutes on Sunday night, and I watch a segment about the South Sudan. And I see that in the South Sudan, people are dying from hunger. And not because there's not enough food and there's not enough money. There is enough food and there is enough money in this world, but the warlords won't let the food get to the people. And so you can literally see the bones of babies because they don't have enough to eat. There are bones everywhere. I come in on Monday morning and my inbox has emails sitting in it. One email in particular has at least 15 petitions of people asking for prayer. Marriages are suffering. Some are falling apart. A person's getting evicted because they don't have enough money to pay their rent. In this country that has Obamacare, somebody that I love and know doesn't have insurance. So they can't get the, the surgery that they need. The phone rings and I pick it up and somebody I've known for a really long time calls me up and says, Pastor, I need prayer. This is happening in my life, and I have somebody in my life that is suffering. And so I sit down and I pray a web that I hope will cover this church and this city from all the death that surrounds us. There are bones everywhere around me. And maybe the worst part of it all is I feel helpless in the face of it. What can I do? What can I really do to change what's happening in this world? And you know what? My bones feel just a little bit dry and a little bit dead. I had all this in mind when I sat down to, to look at really the striking language and the striking Hebrew that we have Right here in Ezekiel chapter 37, he says this, He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. You see what's happening here? This is the most depressing tourist event in the whole Bible. They're going back and forth, and the only thing, the only thing that Ezekiel sees in a valley is a valley full of bones. And not just bones, Ezekiel says, but many bones. And not just many bones, he says very many bones. And not just very many bones, he sees very many bones, he says, that are very, very dry. 
And so what we have here is a metaphorical heaping up of death in terms of quantity and also of quality. And it's into this death, it's into this death that the Lord plants his question. And this is what he poses to Ezekiel. He says, son of man, can these bones live? And we have to understand this. This should have been a home run question for Ezekiel. He should have been able to take this question and wind up like the Mets will be tomorrow. And boom, hit it out of the park. I mean, he's a priest of the Lord. He knew. He knew the old stories. He knew the story about how God, the Almighty, the creator of the universe, had, with his powerful word, out of nothing, created the heavens and the earth. He knew the old, old stories. He, he knew about how the Lord put his hands in the dirt and lovingly and masterfully formed and created Adam and Eve and how he breathed the breath of life into them. And he, he knew the old, old stories like when the prophet Elijah had laid on that little boy and brought him from death back into life. Ezekiel should have been able to say, Lord, let me answer that question. Let me grab my bat and hit it out of the park. Let me answer that question, Lord. Can the bones live? Lord, you're the creator. Lord, you're the giver of life. Lord, a thousand times, yes, these bones in this valley can live. But that is not what Ezekiel says. What we have here is the most faithless answer that Ezekiel could have possibly given. Lord, sovereign Lord, he says, you alone know. He looks at all the bones around him and he doesn't know. He doesn't know if they can live. Now, you have to understand something about Ezekiel. Like we said, he's a priest of God, and priests of God not only knew the old, old stories, they also knew the law of God. And they knew the one thing that would make him unclean. You know what that was? Bones. So you have to imagine this with me. When he saw the bones... He must have been absolutely repulsed by them. And you have to imagine this in his mind that he's dancing around the bones so that he would not be defiled by their death and by their sin. Ezekiel, this is what it's like for Ezekiel. Ezekiel must feel like a germaphobe who's watching a two-year-old lick the pole on the M train. He's absolutely repulsed. Or he, this is Ezekiel like the vegan watching their family uh, voraciously devour turkey on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, this is absolutely repulsive to him. And so when the Lord asks him, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He's asking himself, I don't know, Lord. Will these bones live? Can these bones live? And maybe more importantly, should 
these bones live. And he doesn't know. He doesn't know if they should. So what about, what about your dry bones? The ones that you're looking at in this grand tour of your valley. Can they live? It was years ago already, it was, it was many years ago where I sat down with a couple and their relationship had begun with such fireworks and romance and pursuit and incredible intimacy, but now they were looking at each other like strangers. And they were wondering, can our marriage dance again? Can we enjoy the romance and the pursuit like we used to so many years ago? And they looked at each other and they didn't know. They didn't know if it could live again. And there's this kind of hopelessness, I think we don't recognize it or mark in our hearts very well, but this is all over the place. It's, it's also the single person who's asking the question, should I date him? Should I date her? And we say, I don't know. I don't know if this can turn out well. And it's, it's the parent that's sitting out there who's got this adult child and they're wondering, should I share the gospel with this adult child again? And you're saying to yourself, I don't know. And it's the Christian who's been praying for years for the same thing and you're wondering, should I pray one more time? And you're saying, I don't know. But you know what's really going on there? You're not asking the question, can their bones live? You're asking the question, can my bones live? Can I live a life that is hopeful? Can I live a life that is powerfully impacting those around me? Lord, can these bones live? And the Lord, this is what he does. He simply says to Ezekiel, who's unable to answer this question, he says this, prophesy. That's it. That's the Lord's answer. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And this is just an amazing response, if you ask me. He doesn't say, Ezekiel, get busy and make a bunch of skeletons. Start putting those bones back together yourself. Ezekiel, become an archaeologist. Try to match up the bones with the other bones, and maybe you can put this whole thing back together again. That's not what the Lord says. The Lord simply goes to Ezekiel, and he says, Ezekiel, prophesy. He says, Ezekiel, speak the word of the Lord. He says, Ezekiel, bring to these dry bones who are very, very dead and speak the word of life. You see, Ezekiel wasn't going to be the one to put these dry bones back together. Neither are you. It's going to be the Lord and the power of his word. And so then this amazing thing happens. That's when Ezekiel saw it. There's this noise. 
And it's small at first, it's like, like nothing's happening. And then there's this rattling sound, and then it's like magnetism, and these bones are going boom, 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 boom. And the whole thing is coming back together. And Ezekiel, is, he's just overwhelmed by the whole thing. And in fact, his speech becomes fragmented, and he's just losing it like a nutcase, and he, he, the only thing that can come out of his mouth is this. He says he can only mutter a vast army. A very, very great number of dead bodies has just come back to life. You know, I don't think our problem is that we doubt God's power. I don't think that's our problem. I think we know full well that the Lord, like we teach in confirmation class, is omnipotent. He can do it. I think our problem is that we don't know if God's love extends to our bones. I think our problem is we don't know if God's love extends as far as our marriage. We don't know if God's love extends as far as our adult child or my dating relationship or my prayers. We don't know. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you that it does. Because God loves bones. God loves bones like dogs love bones. He loves bones. That's why He pursued you. And that's why He came down from heaven for you. And that's why He died on the cross for you because He wanted to demonstrate and help you be able to answer the question, can these bones live? Will these bones live? Should these bones live? And the Lord wants to say to you without any question this morning, yes, yes, yes. Can they live? God's powerful enough to make them live. Does God's love extend that far even to your bones? Yes. And you know what that means? They will live. In Jesus' name, they will live. That is the glimpse of the power of God that we have here today. And so this is what we have. I want you to understand what I am seeing then. I see signs of life. Everywhere. I'm seeing signs of life. I see people who are still praying. My inbox is proof of it. I see marriages who are still hoping. I'm getting phone calls all the time. I see parents who are still passing their faith on to their children. I see a church full of people who are here to receive the body and blood of the Lord for the forgiveness of sins. 
in the middle of our death, I see signs that there is life. Everywhere. Amen.